Hello everybody, this is podcast for me, where it's a podcast that I made just for me. Ah, but it could be for you too. So, I, I'm recording another one within the week. I think I'll do two a week, maybe one a week at minimum, but I have the time, I like making podcasts, life is good in that way. So a little bit about the podcast, it's about science. Uh, the ecosystem, nerd talk, news mostly, and me ranting about random things. Do I have my little thing? Yes, I do. And when I buy my little thing, my little notepad, I come up with notes throughout the week so I can riff about them. Riffing meaning, you know, talk about stuff that I read and such. So let's let's get into it. We got some news here. Uh, I'm just look perusing the news here, and it's uh, yeah, it's you know, it's not really good, you know, nowadays. Uh, it's it's always something bad. Something of interest though. Uh, Stephen Hawking issues dire warning: we have less than 600 years until the Earth becomes a sizzle, sizzling fireball. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna die soon, and by soon I mean within a hundred years. And you predict something 500 years off in the distance. I mean, you could just anyone could do that. So why do it? Because no one's gonna prove him wrong while he's alive. Because you can't. You'd have to go 600 years in the future. So you could just come up with outlandish things. So I predict in a thousand years we will have perfect lives. You know, no, nobody knows that. So why even predict it? Why even put it out on the news other than to? have us click on that thing and um, more about Kevin Spacey that guy went down in flames uh, I just don't need to get into it he uh, laid on top of a 14 year old kid back in the day and when he was an adult and uh, made made that guy feel sexually like assaulted and so he comes out with it like 30 years later hey this dude did this and then boom he is over. I'm not condoning that, by the way. If anyone thinks I'm not too hardcore about it, just don't need to rant on the bad. Don't waste your energy on shitting on other people. I mean, yeah, he was a bad dude. Moving on. There's other bad dudes. Moving on. More in the news. Uh, illegal immigrants who've been here forever are getting kicked out of the country. Wow. I mean, that's a bit of a bummer, right? You were born in some other country, and you come here, and you're trying to make it better for yourself. And uh, if you put yourself in the, in the shoes of a person like that, life had to suck. And you came over here to make it better. Life is good. Now we're going to kick you out. And that's all because, you know, she was not born in the right country. And I wonder... Uh, fast forward the thought if you were said a immigrant right legal and you come in here and you get a job you get a job that no one wants uh, what are the cons in that well, you're taking jobs from other people that want nobody wanted that job so they're picking oranges or whatever now I think a better angle would be um, if you're going to attack immigration in that way, it would be something to the effect of, hey, yeah, if they take those jobs, uh, people will have to pay other people less money. I don't know. I really don't understand the angles of immigration. I just don't get it. I mean, they're taking these jobs that are just like pff, nobody wants, and we're just like going to shit on these people for it. And what happens if there's like a, a, a million of these people just taking a bunch of jobs you don't want? What's the harm in that? Uh, well, you know, teenagers could get them. Do they really want them jobs? I don't know. How does it bring down the country? Uh, these thoughts I, I just don't understand. Uh, maybe if you have a counterpoint, we could discuss it on you know some, some Gmail. So you email me at uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. Just uh, throw me your thoughts if you want me to read this email online or out there in the ether. I will. Unless
unless I get like a million of them, then I am not going to do that. So that's that's that. <laughs> Immigration. That's gotta suck though. Like no one thinks about that. And then like, what greater good is it to stop people from picking oranges? And I've seen a bunch of people, you know, being janitors or whatever. I mean, damn. Like, if another person wanted that job, they could have gotten it. I mean, and then the person who's hiring him, why is he choosing an illegal immigrant over... But, but, but it's his prerogative. I mean, I don't know. If I own a company, shouldn't I hire whoever I want to hire? Weird. And uh, more South Korea, North Korea stuff. You know, nuclear bombs and such, Starbucks. The news is not really getting after it, you know. Have a new sound effect, like uh, I could say something to the effect of, "Here's K Dog," and then I don't, I don't know what I'll use that for. I'll come up with a reason to use it as much as I can, because that is what I want to do. So. Uh, I, okay, other than news, let me let me pause news for a second and talk about work work things. So I was at work, and I'm a medical assistant and an X-ray tech. If for those who are new to this podcast, and um, you see patients, and usually like some of them are you know debilitated, you know they can't move well, they can't talk well, so you kind of have to kind of figure out what they say. That's eh, troubling. I mean don't teach you how to understand people who can't talk uh, anomics you know they that's not a class you just kinda have to figure it out so you got this guy he comes in right and he's supposed to have like a caregiver and in that way that they they can um, they can they can prove that we didn't just see the guy and did nothing pretty much take his money and then let him go because if he's just by himself it's it's just I mean and he can't talk you know how can you how can you prove that you did anything at all you know and it, and if someone was asking him hey man what'd you do and he'd be like oh and what, what does that mean oh he can't write either I mean there's, there's no way it's like well you're just taking advantage of them they could say so you need that like, third party to kind of witness that we are trying to help so he comes in on his own they, they schedule him that kind of sucks and um, I mean what do you do not schedule him you know uh, so we see him I'm talking to him and I'm so, so what are you here for dude I don't say dude I say his name but you know privacy and he goes he goes and he can't talk while he's like Wah. and I go what um, what are we here for today and he goes Ma. and he's really trying hard you can tell that he's trying hard and I feel real, I feel for him it's, it's a rough time and he says, and I'm not trying to make fun of him, but this this is just a situation that happens. He goes, he goes, my penis. And I go, uh, whoa, whoa, what did you say? And then he says it again, my penis. And I'm like, and I, in my head, I'm hearing my penis or my penis, you know? That's what I'm hearing. But I can't, I know the guy, he can understand things. So I can't just say, did you just say my penis? Did you? Did you say that? Because if I say that and I'm wrong, this guy might think I'm coming on to him or something like that. Or something bad could happen here. This is me and this guy. And I'm just like, what is he saying? Uh, all I can hear is penis. And I'm like, oh, maybe he says my meds. So I go, are you here for meds? And then he goes, my meds. And I go, uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'll put that. So I put that down. And I pretty much check him in. You know, and then I, I say that, and I'm thinking to myself, man, hopefully the doctor figures it out. So, so it turns out, he goes, he goes, uh, I go, hey, Doc, what, what was it? What was he saying? And then the Doc goes, oh, man, we, we worked on it, and it came out to be my balance. And I'm like, oh, my balance. But I was hearing, my penis, <laughs> or penis. But he was like, balance. <laughs> See, penis, balance. I don't even think those rhyme, but they kind of do if you mumble it. So, oof, did I avoid a situation there? 
That would have been very embarrassing if I had just said penis. <laughs> and uh, it's funny too because I was trying to look at him to see if he was gonna point to something. He wasn't pointing at all. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that's my story for the uh, for my workplace workplace story. So going to record some more here. I uh, actually just paused because I wanted to sip some water and recollect my thoughts. I couldn't really uh, come up with anything because I just wasn't into it. You know, the news wasn't, um, was nothing clicking. Um, oh yeah, my little story was just, uh, I had to get that out before I forgot it because I do forget. Uh, so I was reading uh, some more news here. Ugh. All right, so Ridley Scott, he made the Alien movie uh, franchise and a bunch of other things. And he says that, there's an article here, he goes, Ridley Scott says the Alien franchise needs to get rid of the Xenomorph. And the Xenomorph, what he's talking about is the actual Alien in, in the movies that he's made. So he made this movie called Alien. And in that movie, you have a xenomorph, an alien who, uh, like, just kills all the entire crew of the uh, Nostromos, I think it was. And that's the whole movie. In the second movie, there was a bunch of those aliens. The third movie, another alien. So the whole movie, this whole franchise was all about the uh, xenomorph. And now he wants to get rid of it. And uh, I got a quote from him. He goes, we went to Covenant to perpetuate the idea and re-evolve the universe of the alien who I think ha the beast has almost run out personally you've got to come in with something else you gotta replace that and like if you if you watch if you watch these movies um, they always had a robot in it and uh, so all of a sudden he makes Prometheus which is like a, a prequel or not Prometheus was it Prometheus? Yeah. Oh yeah, Prometheus. Yeah, it's a prequel to his Alien movie. So before like the alien kills everyone on the Strobo, whatever, uh, he he creates this uh, this uh, group of people that go to another planet and they meet these people who made the aliens. And um, yeah, that's it. And then the second movie, I'm not gonna go into detail, but that's pretty much it. They meet the aliens who made the alien. And then the second movie. You got this robot who made a bunch of those aliens and uh, killed an entire race. So it looks like the movie's angling towards this guy is the main bad guy. And uh, well, how are you going to call it the Alien franchise then? You know, It's more about robot franchise, if anything. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking when he did that. He just, uh, he just said, we're just going to do an alien movie and uh, without aliens. And we're just going to have robots. And everyone's like, yeah, it's good. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. He's lost his mind. <laughs> a lot of people are being accused of rape ever since that whole Kevin Spacey thing. Uh, even Terry, Terry Crews, he's like not rape. He's a big dude. He says like dudes were trying to grope him and such. He's such a big dude. Can't imagine someone groping that guy because he, I mean... Have you see Terry Crews? It's a huge dude. He's a, a man of muscle, man. He mess you up. Um, so it is November 9th. Uh, Black Friday is upon us. I always get the Blu-rays that are cheaper. But then I might get a 4K TV and they got the 4K Blu-rays. I am so confused. So let me get into some ranting real quick. So you got, um, I was thinking about it. We had a meeting the other day. By the other day, I mean a month ago. Maybe two. I forgot. And in this meeting, they were like, hey, uh, everyone here are just people and people who have jobs, you know, and you, when you bring money to the company, it, you it's not that you're bringing money to the company that hiring people is bringing the company to a deficit in which uh, the company loses money by hiring people 
we're constantly trying to recoup that and that's what we're there for we're working to do that you know I'm paraphrasing it quite quite a bit but the word money suckers that's what employees are that's what, the, that's what this one person said and uh, it's like you're never really so when you x-ray somebody and that costs a certain amount of money you're not bringing in that money that money's brought in it's for the company and because we're at a deficit because we've hired people that that's the gist of it they they hired people and so the the the, the greatest drain on a company is its people and that does make sense from an economical uh point of view i i guess you you're right when you do hire somebody they're they they cost money and uh but I had a counterpoint, but I had to go take a real big dump, so I couldn't really. I didn't want to argue this out, and I I, I had umbrage towards that comment. I thought that was ridiculous to say that. Uh, I'm not for that. It sounded real real Republican kind of statement, but who knows? Uh, so so you got a company, right? So let's say we got two people. You got Bob, and uh, Bob uh, sells tires. Okay, so Bob sells a tire for a hundred bucks and Bob has a hundred bucks so Bob's business is good he's, he's getting money right and uh, he doesn't want to do these tires anymore because that's a lot of work you know he can't be everywhere he needs more money so he needs an extra person say that and uh, he's gonna pay this guy one dollar I mean we're just doing equivalent here I mean if you're a CEO you're hiring a bunch of people that would be the equivalent if you're making a hundred bucks as a CEO, then your employee is making one buck. I mean, that's just how it is, because he, he's the lowest of the low. Maybe if you had two employees, we could go in that direction. But from the point of, I am a guy hiring another guy, and we're doing equivalents here. I'm a CEO. You're a lower-level bottom feeder. You're getting a dollar. And he's doing the job. So he brings in 100 bucks, 99 for the CEO, buck for the guy. And he's like, shit, man, I don't have to do any work. So I'll just have this guy do it. And I make 99 bucks. And this guy makes a buck. And I am in a constant deficit because I'm always losing a buck. Now, that's ridiculous because he's making 99 bucks. He's good. And, I mean, you keep blowing these numbers up. A thousand bucks, he makes a hundred bucks. Ten thousand bucks, he makes a thousand bucks. Uh, am I doing my math right? Uh, and then, you know, $100,000, he makes, you know, what, $10,000? I mean, but it doesn't really work like that now, does it? I mean, even a buck doesn't work. From 100 to 1 buck, and you just keep upping it like that, it just doesn't even work that way. Because, you know, damn well, a CEO makes, like, millions of dollars, and your employee makes, at best, at best, nowadays, $34,000, if he's lucky, a year. <laughs> I mean, that's not even equivalent. <laughs> and it just goes to show you, I mean, these companies, they just, uh, they get they get crazy with, with their numbers and everything. And then you got to buy other things. I get you. You got to buy the tires and things like that. So you don't really get that much money back. So say Bob or whatever, he 100 bucks, he gives the employee a dollar. Well, he's got to pay for other things too. So, you know, he spends like 10 bucks here, 15 bucks. He spends more on the things to get him more money than the employee themselves. And he's trying not to do it a lot. So he's trying to set it up in a way where he just has to play, pay the employee. But every once in a while he has to pay for other things like insurance and things like that. And that takes from his, his pot. He's only making, like, at the end of it, maybe 30 bucks at the end of the 100 bucks. Maybe. I'm just, I'm just throwing numbers out, right? I don't know. I'm not a scientist here. I'm not economic ma major here, but basically, but he's still going to make more than the employee. And there you go. There's there's a problem with that, don't you think? You're the CEO of a company, and you're not just you're not making enough money. Millions of dollars is just not enough. I mean, you you gotta pay your employees less. You know, I mean, they gotta work hard to achieve nothing. Because I am the CEO or whatever. And um, I had the thought, just grasped it. Yeah, I know I'm oversimplifying um, like a CEO to an employee uh, thought process. But here's the deal. You're the CEO. You want that money. That's your field. 
and uh, you're pissed because you have to spend money. Then, I mean, if you didn't want to get into that form of employment of being a CEO making millions of dollars and you have to complain about your employees uh, sucking up your money because they're doing your job, they're doing the job for you. It's not like you're going to come down and, you know, change the tires, you know, because you're the CEO. You have to manage the business itself, you know, and... Uh, you can't think of your employees as the pain or the money suckers or the deficit. They're the ones who are doing the actual job. You know, the real deficit, if anything, is buying parts and things that you need to go because that just sucks because you have a self-perpetuating business. But the people doing your work, they, they're people. They're they're the ones who are getting paid. They're the ones who are doing you the job. They're not. They are bringing in the money. Without them, they're the. You don't have a you don't get money <laughs> what's what is it if you're just by yourself on top of the mountain you own a business and you have no people working for you I mean then how is the job getting done I mean like we, have, we don't have robots yet in this time in November the 9th you know that and that and that's money suckers I mean that's just ridiculous to think of an employee as just a deficit and they're just trying to get that money back you should think of them as a value in the sense that, hey, you're working for me, and that's good. I mean, I need that. Not, I need you to work so you can collect the money that you're draining from me. That's stupid. That's a stupid thought. And uh, it's it's almost evil in a, in a way. Because you, you, you're, you're, you're thinking in a way, you should think, if I own a business, it's awesome. Because I get to pay people for what they're worth. And they didn't help me to grow this business. And this is awesome. This is all awesome. But if you're thinking, oh man, these people are just a deficit. They're draining. Fucking slaves. That's what they are. <laughs> if, you, if, if you're thinking of people like, oh, I wish I didn't have to pay them so I could just get money. And I just have people working for me. That's called slave labor. That's what slaves are. Slaves just work. They don't drain anything. Oh, I guess you would think of it as draining if you had to feed them. But if you just had people working for you and you didn't pay them, uh, and that minus your deficit, then you have a slave. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. And um, yeah, you know, you know, this is a first world problems. You know, you, I, I get it. You know, I have water. I have, place to live and things like that but there are people out there that think of people less than nothing you know they don't mean to they just don't mean to but they say things they don't they don't really understand the gravity of what they said you know uh, I need people to work uh, to recapture the deficit that you are you know people aren't a deficit <laughs> they have to work to do the job that you want them to do you know then like if you didn't like it, don't become the CEO. You know, be one of us lower lo level bottom feeders. So, like, if you if you if you counter if you have any um you know thoughts about that, email me at podcastforme at gmail .com. I'll read your comment and then we'll hash it out on the ether. And then another thing is the company how they the, the malice of these things. So I once heard a rich dude say that you need rich people in that way so they can create the jobs and such. And I, I, I guess to a point that makes sense, but that's not how companies work. And I think that they're confusing uh, people with corporations. See, if you have a business, your business uh, works on a, on a way of um, you have to always grow. You have to always have profit. It makes sense, right? You have the business. You you need money, and you always want your to, to to say that your business is doing good or better than last year. It has to be better than last year, meaning more profit. So, when does it end? It doesn't. It just keeps going. You just need more money. It's like a infinite. I need more money all the time, more than the last year. If I made less than last year, then you know I didn't do as good. That's how a company thinks. That's how a corporation thinks. They just see the numbers, which is sad because 
you're making more money than you're putting out, that should be good. And it should stay there. And if it was just one guy owning a business, maybe he could have the mental fortitude and the understanding that business is good. It sustains me. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> it. It didn't grow as much as last year, but life is good because I'm getting money. I don't need to do any improvements because as it stands, I'm going to be good with money. Corporations don't think that way. And so back to the point of the rich guy saying uh, rich people are needed because they need to create jobs. It's not necessarily uh, the truth because what the truth of the matter is this is how a corporation will work. Um, oh, we had a good year. We had a lot of money, and uh, we should give it back to the employees. Now they don't think that. <laughs> this is what they'll actually do. They'll buy another business. So say I am a let's do tire shop. So Bob's Tires. I'm doing Bob's Tires quite a bit. If there's a Bob's Tires, brought to you by Bob's Tires. <laughs> so you, how, how do I? How do we form this? Uh, so Bob owns, uh, Bob's corporation owns a tire shop. 2016 was a good year. He has a lot of money, enough to, to, a, give his uh, employees raises and bonuses, which, you know, I mean, he could do, or B, he could buy another company, with more employees, and then get more money. So he buys another tire shop. And say he was getting a hundred dollars at one tire shop, now he's getting two hundred dollars in tire shop. Maybe his profits were thirty bucks, now it's sixty bucks. And he gets a he gets more tax breaks, it, more tax breaks, and more money in 2017. I'll buy another tire shop. I'm going to franchise Bob's Tires. I'm franchising. Now I'm making ninety bucks. I'm just assuming the number. I'm just keeping the number simple. So he's making thirty bucks. So he just keeps doing this. Is he ever giving money back to his employees? No, not really. He's just going to keep making more business because that makes him more money. What galvanizes him or energizes him or pushes him towards giving money back to an employee? What's in it for him? I mean, look, just if we're in a corporate uh, setting, what, what, what's it in for a corporation to do that? Like, to, to give money back to the employees, that would lessen your, your amount. Now, I mean, the argument can be said that some people do get bonuses and such, but like in retrospect, if you think about it, they'll give you a dollar. <laughs> so if, if, if your employee's making a dollar and you give them a dollar extra, that's, that's – it's not really – I mean, that to that guy, he doubled his wages. You know, he feels pretty good about life. Meanwhile, Bob has opened two other businesses, making even more money for himself, and that's cool. I mean, that's that's him. That's what he does. Is he bringing more jobs? Not really. He's just buying other jobs. I mean, that's what the dynamic is now because these tire shops have always been around. If he opens a business in the sense that created from scratch, it would just take too much money. It's just easier to buy another business and then work it out that way. And that's what my company does. Um, it uh, it uh, grows and then it buys other businesses and. Um, that's it, really. They do give out bonuses and such like that, and they do give out raises, but to like a real low degree in comparison to other companies. I mean, but then again, I mean, it's not a bad deal. They say they pay, you know. That's that's the way it is. But I mean, that's how that's how corporations work, though. It just makes more sense to buy another business to get more money, and that's it. And then to spend as less money as you can on anything else, so everyone else could have more money. So what, what would ever in a million years make you want to give more money to your employees ever? There is no reason for it. And then you want to do tax breaks and things like that. And this is the more malice into that because you go, all right, we'll give them more tax breaks so they can uh, open more, like create jobs. They're not really creating jobs. All they're doing is buying other businesses. That's all, all these companies are doing is buying other businesses. And then, of course, they hire. Yeah, they hire because they've already fired a bunch of people so they could charge lower wages. Like, hey, we're going to buy this business. You guys were making 20 Let's fire you all. Get $10 jobs. And then we'll just kind of – we'll fire one guy out of 10 and, and we'll just kind of flush them out, you know. 
I mean, that's just the thought. That that's I know it's nefarious, but that just makes sense, you know, money-wise. I'm not for it. I'm just saying that that's as the dynamic we have in our capitalist country. And so when a rich guy says uh, rich people are needed to bring more jobs, I mean, that could have been said maybe 100, 200 years ago when you had like a blacksmith and, you know, he hired other people or something like that. But these uh, corporations now and these companies, they just need to buy other businesses so they can just make more money. It just makes more sense. And then and then <laughs> pay people less money. I mean, there's no way around that, really. And I, I really wonder if there's someone who can argue that in, in, in an opposite view. Because as it stands, there is no reason as a corporation who needs to keep making more money uh, to the next year and the next year and the next year for inflation or whatever have you uh, to ever pay their employees what they need to. They're going to pay them the bare minimum they can get away with. They start losing people um, then of course they're going to probably have to entice people and raise money but that just won't work. People want money. People need money. They're going to take what they can get. There's so many people on this planet you know so it's never going to work out for anybody really you gotta have to figure your own way out you know you go to college and whatever and hopefully you get a good job but once again you're never going to get paid what you should be getting paid because there's no point to it there's no incentive so you got tax cuts you got no tax cuts you could tax them more but that's not going to work corporations not, so I'm corporate Bob and you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna tax the hell out of me, uh, man. I can't afford my 90 bucks for my three companies. I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fire some people, you know. But you can't fire too many people. You're just gonna have to either lower wages or fire them. Probably give them the choice. And then you put that minimum wage law in, into play. I mean, so say the minimum wage now is two bucks, and I gotta pay your employees twice the amount you had to pay them before and you're like oh man oh shit hell no that takes like three bucks for my my pot we can't do that mm -mm. we're gonna have to uh raise prices to 101 to facilitate that because of my status quo was 90 bucks for my three companies you know if we're using that math and uh, I can't, I can't lose, can't lose those three bucks, you know. I got yachts to buy or whatever. And um, it, it, and like you, it, it's easy for me to say, right? You know, I'm trying to say, hey, yeah, fuck these guys, you know. But no, it, I, I get it. You, you got that job and that's your thing, and you're able to do this. I don't think that you're. Uh, making new jobs I mean you're making new jobs in the sense that you're trying to expand your own business and yeah there you go you expand your business and you hired another you just bought another company that'd be the thing maybe maybe the answer would be to uh, if you opened a new business as opposed to buying a new business then you should get a tax break that would be creating new jobs not hiring buying another uh, company that's something that's not being argued at all i don't ever see a conversation about that like these companies are just buying other companies with people that are already there they're not creating jobs that's, not, that's stupid i want to smack you for thinking that the fuck are you thinking <laughs> like what what the fuck are you thinking they're they're buying they're buying these companies that have people already there yes they're hiring but they're just replacing other people you know and then they're probably just switching them out with cheaper people you know what we have them at 13 let's get them at 11 you know and then more money for me you know better business raise prices that's just yeah that's i mean and this let me think about let me talk about something else too you know i didn't write this as a note so i wasn't going to talk about it i was chewing on it most of these people that are in these corporate areas or doctor or, or whatever like they have really good like education they're really up there if 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 life was a race and you're trying to get to the goal and goal could be prosperity uh or death <laughs> prosperity let's say prosperity some people in the race say it's 100 miles start at different points 
Now, that doesn't mean um, that a, a person can't achieve the victory, you know, the end goal before the others. It doesn't mean that. But it's a lot harder. You got you got Tyrone or, or, or Juan starting in Compton, and he starts at the very beginning of the race, the 100-meter dash to prosperity. And you got... You got Todd or Chad. They start pretty much like right there by the goal in life. They're raised with two parents, lots of money. They're right there. Now they could fuck this all up. Yeah, Chad and Todd. They ha they don't they don't really have to work hard, you know. So why even strive? But they just have to take a step and they win. And that's 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 what happens usually. And then you got you know. Juan and Pedro, they got to run really freaking fast to, to get to that prosperity, you know? That's my analogy, my metaphor, as it were. They got to run really fast, and some do, some do, but not all of them, and you know that. You know that in your heart, that where you started in life, uh, does that make you who you are? Like, you started at the... 50 meters to the 100 meter dash and uh, you started to race and then you became a doctor and it was not that much of a it wasn't that hard to get to a doctor because you didn't have to start you didn't have to work really hard because it, of course you have to work hard and you know what I mean I mean you start at the 50 you had you had a structure a family structure yet you, you, you grew up without want or need I mean you had food you, know, you probably in your head think to yourself, oh man, I were I, I had to work for it. I had to get loans and stuff. I was poor. Yeah, but you still started at like a at a like a, like a quicker rate, you know. You start at that fifty meters, you know, you had money, you know. If it, if anything failed you, if you just didn't do it right, you had a structure to fall back on, you know, you're like, Oh, I failed at college but I have home because my dad's a doctor or what have you, if that's you. I don't know, I'm just throwing out thoughts. But you, you were able to get there because you were you were so far ahead already. Meanwhile, Juan and Pedro, they gotta they gotta work their asses off, and if they fail, they have to start at the beginning of the race. They don't have a structure in the way where if they fail, they could just live with their parents forever. You know, some do and some don't. Most cases, when you're poor, going backwards doesn't really work out too well for you. But if you're already starting near the end of the race towards prosperity and then you fail a little and okay, you have a lot of lead way to get to zero <coughs> and that can be mitigated with drugs and such but uh that that's how it is in our reality with people and things like that I mean like you got people who are at a higher place than you thinking they've They've earned their spot in, this, in, in the same way that you've earned your spot. But they really didn't earn it if you think about it because they really had to work hard at a at a better rate than you did. How do I how do I how do I phrase that? They were closer to the prosperity goal than you. So they didn't have to put as much effort as you. And it'll never change that difference. If you're if you're racing with somebody who started closer to the goal than you no matter whatever else is happening, that they're going to reach it before you. I mean, you can work hard. And it takes more sacrifice. And um, if it was a thing in which the poor uh, could move forward uh, easily, then this wouldn't even be a thought. This wouldn't even be a conversation. You would have a lot of poor people who are your doctors and lawyers and things like that, but you really don't. Most of these people come from a middle class setting, you know, and that's just the way it is. Middle class yields a higher middle class, you know. Some, of course, some people fuck that all up. I know people who started from middle class and ended up rock bottom. Once again, it's usually drugs. But um, to the, to those who think to themselves, you know, you just have to, you know, pull yourself by your bootstraps and push forward. I mean, you're saying that at like near your the goal of process and the 100 meter dash you're right there starting at 70 meters you're saying that you're yelling it back at the guy who's starting at zero or the girl 
hey, just pull yourself at the bootstrap. It's not that hard. I'm here. I worked hard. I, I went 10 meters, you know. <sighs> I know you grew up without food, but, uh, you know, just uh, suck it up. Oh, I grew up with food, but you, you didn't. You know? <laughs> Some people don't grow up with food or water and things like that. Some people don't have a structure where they have both parents. Some people don't even have a parent. Their parents out doing shit, working while you're just all by yourself. I mean, that's a thing. That's a real thing. And how can you expect somebody who is just, um, you know, rock bottom from day one to, to, to win? They just can't. They have to have a drive. But how are they going to have a drive? You know, you got to teach someone how to, to do that. And if you have no one, how are they going to learn? And, that, and that's the way it is. And then you got these people who are in charge, and they have these things called egos, and they, they think to themselves, oh, well, I've earned my spot because I, I struggled. They don't really know what struggle is. Shit, I don't even know what struggle is. I mean, like, there's people that don't know what water is. I mean, they're they, they going to live and they're going to die. And they're going to know that water comes out of a tap water, <laughs> the tap, you know, in other countries, you know. I mean, they're just going to grow up to be prisoners, you know, in North Korea, things like that. I mean, that's a thing, you know, that's struggle. So analyze your struggle, people. Are you struggling? You know, like, uh, are you, uh, you uh, oh, man, I, I didn't get my latte today. Is that struggle? Or, I don't know how I'm going to make rent. That's struggle. I have a choice between feeding my child or myself. That's struggle. Um, living in the streets, that's struggle. You know, that's a thing, you know. That's real struggle. But you do have people who do struggle with uh, eating top ramen and uh, going to college, you know. Because they knew that they could do it because they had a structure in which they've seen before. They had it uh, a way. So, I mean, like... I don't even know what the tangent's about, really. I, I just, just find it that the people who say people are just money suckers or, you know, you're working for us to get us money, you know, are just you know, people who have never really struggled. They, they don't really know. Their lives are soft. And the, the struggles they think they had, they think, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't, um, I wasn't loved enough as a kid whatever how about tack on not eating <laughs> tack on tack on no like no money for education you know you, you you go into these poor schools that's a thing these public schools where teachers are just there to collect a paycheck and they're not really trying to help you they pawn it off to the because they can't they, they don't have enough uh well, money to to help others you need like like i think 15 to a teacher is perfect but 30 to a teacher, 40 to a teacher, what the fuck is she going to do? How is she going to teach one individual kid? She can't. she got to teach in a group and hope for the best. It's up to the parents if they're lucky. And the parents have to teach the kid, you know? I mean, of course the parent has to teach a kid, but they're, they're going to have to teach the kid more so than if you went to private school. Private school, you got that, you got the one-on-one almost, you know, and someone's helping, and then you got, you know, I mean... You just set up for failure here in America if you're poor. You just are. You go to a poor school, and uh, you're taught you do have a chance to become Bill Gates. But, I mean, that, that's, that's not easy. That is not an easy path. Not everyone could be Bill Gates. So you're just going to have a lot of poor people being janitors or going into the military because their education system failed them because we, we like spending money on war. And, uh, yeah, because the teacher can only teach so much. The kid's not going to understand things. He's just going to get bad grades. He goes home, and his parents aren't there. You know, they're trying to try. They're fucking poor, and they're they're barely trying to make ends meet, you know. And then they, they when they get home, they're tired. How are they going to teach a kid anything, you know? Kid goes to sleep, repeats the cycle. Gets to college. How does this kid know anything? How does he know that if he just goes into debt in college he could have a better chance than say the guy who doesn't go to college uh, there'd be no all he's seen all his life is going to a poor school coming home to poor family and then 
miraculously, he's supposed to know that. If he just goes to college, puts himself in debt, that he would then know he would have a better life in the long run. And then what job do you really take? I mean, like, the fuck. What, what really does make money? They don't really teach you any of that. And the schools really teach you anything? I don't know. I don't know. That's my rant on colleges and things like that. I mean, like, you got... What a pompous thing to say, you know, you money suckers. You know, you've never struggled. You know, and you think, what does that have to do with anything? I think to myself, I'm like, well, you're an employee working and you do your job and you are bringing money to the company. I mean, it's not that you're not bringing money into the company. You're doing the job that needs to be done. And I mean, if if you wanted that money, then I mean, either you pay your employee to do it or do it yourself. But you can't. It's impossible. So anytime you see someone or hear someone say something like that, you know what? Punch him in the face. No, I'm joking. Don't punch him in the face. I don't advocate violence, but that's the way it is. You know, I went too deep with that, but uh, here's a, here's a lighter story. So I learned that for a catheter, they measure the the diameter of it in uh, in, in Frenches. They call it that's the diameter. So you'd be like 10 French or something like that. That'd be the diameter of a catheter. It goes in your PP or your urethra. So you could just, like, your pee goes out there. So um, that's called a French. And that's, cra- that's crazy, right? And I made a joke. I was, I was like, I was like, well, I need the, uh, the, the African-American then because, you know, yeah, it's a penis joke. And then I thought, you know, hey, you know, what's is that racist? Like, if you think about it, like racism is usually a bad thing. So you say something like, uh, let's see, what's a, what's a taboo racist term? You know, like Asian people can't drive or something like that. You know, that's 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 derogatory. That's negative. I get you. But why not? Why not in a in a good way? Why would that then be racist if you said something like Asian people are good at math? You know. That's just, that's racist. But is it racist? I mean, you're saying something that's good. It's good to be good at math. You know, I wish I was good at math. You know, how come that's not a thing where you could just say things like that? So, like, you know, when I'm talking about girth or uh, penis sizes, you know, like, oh, yeah, I need the big one. And, you know, and you say, oh, black people have big penises, you know. Why is that a bad thing, you know? I mean, is in our culture, that's usually, you know, it's a good thing to have a big wang, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you're racist in a good way, why can't that be a great thing, you know, <laughs> like, oh, man, I can just see this getting taken out of context, a little sound bites here and there, <laughs> just a, it was a wandering thought, but why, why is that a thing, like, why is that bad to be saying, you know, Asian people are good at math, or kung fu, or something like that, why is that a bad thing? Well, it's racist. What do, you, what do you mean racist? You know, like, I didn't say anything derogatory. I said a compliment, you know? Yeah, because if you, if you were to say something like, Mexican food is good, is that racist? You, you talk about the food. Mexican people know how to make food. Is that racist? You know? Is it, uh, white people know how to be in charge? Is that racist? I mean, because you're in charge. Most white people are in charge, you know? <laughs> I mean, shit. We got the main white guy, Trump. He's the white guy. He in charge. Is that racist? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in a good way, right? Being in charge is a good thing. Yeah. Food for thought, everyone. You know what? Let me think. Do I have any uh, nerd talk going on here? Let's see here. Uh, going to watch Justice League. Uh, is it next week? I think it's next week, yeah. And am I excited about that? Not really. <laughs> I think that uh, Justice League isn't that... Uh, that DC, I love DC Comics, man. I read a lot of DC Comics. I'm big on DC. Detective Comics, that's what they used to be called. It's called, say, DC. That's your Batman, Superman, all that. And um, I love them comics, man. And then they made movies. And I liked Men and Steel. It was pretty cool. 
but um, pretty much that entire DC movie universe isn't that great. Just a lot of explosions, bad, bad storytelling, very dark and grim. Except for Wonder Woman, that was pretty good. I liked Wonder Woman. Uh, I think people like it way too much than it, what it is. I really like Wonder Woman, don't get me wrong. But the love for that movie is too extreme. It's like a, it's a weird thing. I think it's more of a, we did it, woman who's badass, you know, doing guy things. That's what I thought. Like I was like, uh, that's she's badass. It's cool. She's doing like dude things. You know, is that sexist? I don't know. I mean, like yeah, women can do uh, dude things, but do they? Do they all do that? No. I mean, like, I mean, if you gave, gave women a choice, you know, and they they do have choices, that not many women are 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 like you know doing kung fu and all that and doing action and saving the world and things like that in that way, you know. I know now now not Wonder Woman, but like just in general, like you think about it, man. This is a very controversial podcast. I just thought about that, getting sexist and everything. So you got women and they um. Most times they gravitate towards like, uh, you know, nurturing and things like that. And uh, you got you got men. They usually gravitate towards things like being a policeman and things like that. And yeah, and yes, 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 yes. Yeah, there are there are exceptions to all that. You know, you got the out of hundred people, you got the one woman who's a cop. And then you, I mean, I'm just doing short numbers here. I don't really I'm not going to st- stats.com. And then uh, you you don't have like a uh, hundred nurses. And then there's like you know you got the one guy. I'm a medical assistant. I'm a bunch of girls at my job. I mean, most of the medical assistants are girls. It's just, just the truth of the matter. You know, you don't see me bitching about it. I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck this. You know, I'm the only guy. This is sexist. There's a couple other guys I've seen, you know. But that's just the way it is. Now, you know, that's the thing. And then you watch the UFC. Most guys, most guys are the fighters. Most of the guys are famous. Even in NBA, they have a woman's NBA. But that's not as famous as men in NBA. And football, you got dude football. I mean, they—it's not many women football players. It's not—it's not an opportunity thing. It's just that no one really, at this point in time, uh, 11, 9, 2017, no one's wanting to see that. So I mean, uh, people do really do gravitate towards what they are. Is that a social construct? No, I think it's just a sign of the times. I mean, men used to wear dresses. You know, they don't do it now, but they used to. Pink used to be a dude color. I think we're taking that back, though. We might take pink back. Oh, give me that pink. But um, I, I think what's what's happening here in this in this climate now is that we're we're just um, we're just too hardcore. Like the pendulum is swinging so far ahead that we're we're not being true to ourselves. You know, one of them was a great movie. You know, and. Uh, but you know, it it was it was her doing dude stuff, you know. I mean, and like the next progression of that, I think is they're probably they might make her lesbian, you know. And once again, that's a dude thing to do. What he fights? Oh, I mean, she fights and she gets with girls. Hmm, that is a very dude thing, you know. And, and it sucks because women can be badass too, and we're not we're not highlighting that. We're just saying. Well, if she does dude things, then she's cool. But and then then you you could argue, oh well, there is no dude things. Ah, uh, yeah, there actually is. You know, guys like to get with girls. Not all of them, but most of them. And girls like to get with guys. Not all of them, but most of them. If it wasn't a thing, then well, the human race wouldn't really go far. I mean, I mean, statistically, you know, we we have babies. <laughs> I mean, men get with girls and they, they, they put a baby in them and, and then they give birth. I mean, that's a thing. If it wasn't a thing and there was more more gays than uh, straights, then that would, or, you know, the, we would our population would dwindle, you know. But that's not how it is. I mean, guys do guy things and they, they, they get with girls and they, you know, do action-y things and girls get with guys and they can do action-y things too. But with Wonder Woman, you got this badass character who's beating people up, and she does get with the guy though. 
So you have that, but I have a feeling though, because they needed to, because in the comics she does get with that guy, uh, Trevor, whatever the heck his name is. But I have a feeling that they're gonna really push that agenda because the way everyone went full bore on Wonder Woman, everyone's like, "Oh man, it's the best movie ever." I don't know about best movie ever. It was really good. I really liked it. But best movie ever, I don't know. And. Um, I mean, what's the natural progression of an alpha female? I mean, she's going to get with a girl. I mean, that's what happens. That's, uh, prove me wrong. You know, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I could just be saying things and I could be wrong and I'll admit it. But um, that's the way things are, really. And then, like, you think to yourself, well, you know, gender is a social construct and things like that. Then why don't the transgender people argue that? If you're a guy and you want to be a girl, then why do you do girl things? And, I mean, if, if gender is not a thing, then why is it you want to be the other gender if it's not a thing? You know, I, feel, I identify as a female. What is a female? Well, I like to wear makeup, and I like to, you know, uh, do girly things. Oh, well, then, okay. Then, if gender isn't a thing, then why are you wanting to do girly things, dude? I don't know. I don't know why this whole you know feminist community don't talk to transgender community what why aren't those two entities talking to each other you have on one side women can do anything a guy can do gender is just a you know social construct then you have these transgender people respect me i want to be a girl or respect me i want to be a guy and in one camp there's no such thing as gender. In another camp, there is such a thing as gender. And these two comp and these two people, these two groups, complement each other in the sense that, well, not complement each other. They they support one another. But they don't argue with each other. They're literally saying opposite things. But they're not arguing with each other. They should argue with each other. There should be a big blowout between these two groups. You know, Jenner, well, you shouldn't wear these high heels, Caitlyn Jenner, because gender is a social construct. Caitlyn Jenner, I want to feel like pretty. I want to feel like a girl. And, um, and he is saying he wants to be a she, and gender is a thing. Feminist gender is not a thing. I just, I'm repeating myself over and over and over, but I mean, like, why? Why isn't that a conversation? Why isn't that? You know, like it's like they just support each other, snapping, <laughs> snapping at each other, <laughs> clapping, snapping. Cause you don't want to clap, it creates anxiety. You know, you wanna you wanna snap. You know, what is going on with our world? Why are people acting like this? Why can't girls wear heels if they want to? Shouldn't that be more powering, like empowering? If you if you're a female and you want to wear high heels, you want to wear a thong or you want to look like a certain way, why can't you just let them be like that? That's not even an argument, though. That's, uh, you must dress a certain way. You cannot dress like that because you're being a, uh, I'm not really a feminist. I really can't argue this. Uh, you can't dress in high heels because it hurts your feet. But if you want to, you can't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's, it's all about control in the end in that respect. But those two entities need to talk to each other. They really need to say something like, hey, I don't agree with you. Hey, I don't agree with you. And then have an actual structured conversation about that. Instead, they're supporting, oh, that Caitlyn's beautiful. I sure heard a feminist say that. That Caitlyn's beautiful. And I'm all like, huh? What? But then again, Feminists are about equality, right? Well, I mean, I guess. I guess. Oh, well, what's equal about a guy trying to be a girl? I mean, I guess he could do that if he wants. And that's cool. But then, why are you gonna shit on the person, uh, a woman who's wearing high heels and a dress? I mean, why are you gonna shit on them? But you're not gonna shit on Caitlyn? Fuck. So this is I make. I don't know. There's more to this point and to be continued, but I can't think of anything right now. I got my main thought out there, and uh, if you have any thoughts that counter my thought, uh, you can reach me at podcastforme at gmail.com. Again, that's podcast for that's F-O-R, me at gmail.com. 
and uh, let me know about your thoughts. I'll read them on the thingamajigger. And uh, <sighs> DC. Oh, you know, I really didn't get into any real deep nerd stuff. But that's okay. So this was a podcast for me. For me, I mean for you. And uh, see you out there on the airwaves. The devil and the devil is here.